I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. The Harlingen Valley Baptist Medical Center has a 38-bed newborn intensive care unit. According to the director of the unit, Rita Godarzi, she and her staff frequently meet children who have gone through the intensive care unit as babies. My staff and I go to the grocery store here in the valley, and people come up to us with their little kids. Oh, I remember you. You took care of my baby. And there it is. This uh, used to be 23, 24-weeker. It's the kid in a family. It's, it's awesome. Rio Grande Guardian healthcare reporter Julia Rodriguez spoke to the director of the newborn intensive care unit, Rita Godarzi, about the importance of the newborn ICU for the Harlingen community and surrounding areas served by the hospital. Today I'm interviewing Rita Godarzi with the Valley Baptist Health System. Tell me about the work you do at Valley Baptist. At Valley Baptist, we have a level three neonatal intensive care unit. So we take babies, um, well, we take any baby that's born sick here in the Valley. And um, we take babies that sometimes are only 23 weeks gestational age, which to put in perspective, a normal pregnancy is 40 weeks. So they're just over halfway through their pregnancy when we get them. And it takes months and months to get them going in the right direction, to get them healed, to get them home with their parents. It's a lot of work that goes on. Tell me about the levels of care. That's something that Texas started several years back. We're on our second one already. But levels of care determine what kind of babies you can keep and what you can do. It, it actually it goes through all of um, your hospital, the way it's set up, the equipment, the nurses, the training, physicians, how close is your labor and delivery to the unit. I mean, it goes through everything. And um, we have been granted the accreditation for a level three. The levels go one, two, three, and four. One is a normal newborn nursery. Two is a step-down nursery. Three is an intensive care nursery. And four has all the subspecialties, like a specialist hospital. So we're a level three. And um, it's a pretty crazy getting, getting everything checked off and, and verified by the state. But we've done it twice already. And um, the last time we did it, we only had one deficit. And that was a policy from labor and delivery. So we do, we do great jobs here. Okay. That's great. Do you have any plans for doing level four care? Well, level four care is, is kind of a big jump because you have to have all the subspecialties practicing in the hospital. And at this point, we don't have that. We have a few subspecialties. We're not ready for that yet, but maybe in the future, we will go there. Where do you refer those patients who need that level four care? Are they in the valley? Uh, no, they go to... Usually they go to Driscoll Children's Hospital in Corpus. And so I know that you came on board in the 80s. Is that correct? Ah, uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So tell me about how the treatments changed over the years. Oh, goodness. When I first came here, number one, there was only two neonatal units in the valley. And now there's about 10 of them. But there was only two units. Both hospitals had a lot of patients because we got everything. A lot of nurses, RT staff, we had, it was, it was very full. Back then, we used to keep babies for, I mean, up to a year. 
those respiratory, those little ones, because the lungs just never got better. They, they got, you know, all the treatments didn't help for a long period of time. They got them through day by day by day, but it took a long time to, to get those babies, babies home. Some of them celebrated their first birthday with us. So it was a long time. But then um, when I came here in the early 80s or mid 80s, this unit here was just starting. It had been going for a few years. We had Dr. Rashid, who was the first neonatologist here, and Dr. Saka, who was the second one. Dr. Saka had just come from his fellowship in Lubbock, and he came to Valley Baptist. Well, first thing that they brought, and Dr. Saka was very instrumental in this, was bringing the jet ventilator, which is kind of amazing. The jet ventilator protects the baby's lungs. Uh, we ventilated the babies before that, but it's one of those things where is the treatment better than not the treatment, you know, because you're actually damaging the lungs while you're giving the treatment to save the life. So um, the babies would end up with, with what they call BPD, bronchopulmonary dysplasia, which um, is lung damage, basically. Well, lung disease. So um, the jet ventilator actually protects the baby's lungs while oxygenating them. So that was a big, big find for us. So our, our stats started getting a little bit better. And then Dr. Saka brought in this um, surfactant, which everybody uses now, but, but he brought in the trials when the, the drug companies were doing the trials. So a lot of our babies we're getting better a lot faster than a lot of other babies because of, of this wonder, wonder drug. So the surfactant, we actually inject into their lungs and it coats their lungs with the surfactant that they were too young to produce themselves. So we've, um, we've brought some life-changing, life-altering things to, the, to these kids um, because a lot, of these, a lot of these little ones that you see out there that's, you know, they say I was a preemie. They wouldn't be what they are now without these without these things, if they even survive. And it's amazing to see how treatment and technology has improved and saving more oh, lives. Yeah. We've changed our technology. Um, we've changed the way we we treat babies. Um, I mean, just every year things are improving, improving, improving. It's just amazing. The little ones we see. I mean. My staff and I go to the grocery store here in the valley, and people come up to us with their little kids. Oh, I remember you. You took care of my baby. And there it is. This uh, used to be 23, 24 weeker. It's the kid in a family. It's, it's awesome. And have you seen more babies over the years, or do you think the numbers decreased? Because oh, the numbers more... def definitely decreased. Um, my unit here used to have 40 babies. But now we average about 12. Part of it is, is better, better management. We go home faster. You know, we've changed a lot of things. And part of it, of course, is because we have so many units in the, in the valley. Right. Everybody goes to where they're close to. And um, they're all level threes. So, so we don't get all of them. And um, do you see a pattern in the typical or complications that some of these babies come in with? What do you mean a pattern? 
Um, do you see like over the years, have you seen more of one complication versus the other or is it, has it been the same thing? Oh, we get mostly the same thing. I think we've seen fewer in a few things. Uh, I mean, we haven't seen as many of the neurotubal defects that we used to see back in the day, back in the early 80s. We still see cardiac problems. We still see premature problems. The neck, that's another thing that we started is, um, I don't know if you know what necrotizing enterocolitis is, but that's when the baby's gut um, gets a massive infection and it just ruins their gut. It, um, it necrotizes. One thing we did with that is we started really pushing for breast milk. So we give breast milk to all of our little babies if, if we can. We offer donated breast milk to those mothers that can't pump. And then we also used to add breast milk um, enhancers to give more calories from uh, the, the formula companies. They would add four, six calories, whatever. But um, pro- we started using Prolacta. Now, Prolacta is the human milk fortifiers that are made exclusively from breast milk, from donated breast milk. So this is what we use for the preemies now. Since we started using that, we have not had any necrotizing enterocolitis. So I think we almost got rid of it here. And we're hoping that stays like that. But yes. And did the formula shortage impact this care or no? No. No? No. Okay. Not at all, because most of our babies are on breast milk. Okay. That's good. And... Just to broaden the scope a little bit, do you see a change in the Valley's health? So maybe the moms that were coming in, giving birth, have you seen a change? I don't know. I think we're all a, a lot more aware of the moms and how we need to to help the moms also. I mean, um, the moms need a lot of education beforehand so they know how important breast milk is. So they know how important it is to get to their appointments and not miss and to know what to expect when they get here and to know where to go if, you know, things don't seem right. If their doctor tells them you have to deliver at Valley Baptist, because we also have Harlingen Medical here, which only has a nursery. So, so you don't, wouldn't want them to deliver at Harlingen Medical if if there's any kind of complications with the baby. Right. So, yeah. And um, what do you think the Valley needs for neonatal care? Do you think there's anything besides a level four care that, that would be great, but anything else you can think of that the Valley should have? I think a level four nursery would be good. Um, I think we have enough ner- level three nurseries now, so we need to stop creating them, but I don't think there's any place else to create any yet. Um, That's about it. I think all the nurseries here do a great job, but I prefer mine. This one does the best. Well, I would say you think a NICU nurse, (laughs) because they're probably some of the the hardest working nurses you'll find, although all nurses are hardworking, but they stay until 
the baby's taken care of. You know, everybody's afraid to to leave before before everything's done, even though they're told go home. The next shift is here, but they don't want to. They don't want to leave their little charge. It's hard. Yes, I do appreciate all the work you do. I've known a few um, babies who, well, now they're older, they're my age, that were in the NICU. And so um, I'm very grateful for all of the work you've done. Yeah, I can top that one that you just said. 20 years ago, we delivered a set of twins, preemie twins that were in here, and they were 24-week twins 20 years ago. And <laughs> last year, I got an application for a nurse. So I interviewed her and she did fine. And I was going to hire her. And then some of the nurses started talking and they said, you know who that is, right? I said, no, 20 years ago, she was a baby, a 24-weeker in here. And they were twins. Her and her brother were 24-week twins. Her brother is now uh, an engineer and she is a nurse in the NICU. Wow, that's amazing. She came to work for us after she'd been our baby. (laughs) So we still call her our baby. Of course. Well, that's a great story. And it just goes to show how important your work is. Mm -hmm. And now she's going to contribute to that work as well and help save more babies. That's right. And and that both of their brains are good. Mm -hmm. Her brother's even an engineer. I mean, I couldn't do that. We get some good surprises sometimes. That was the director of the Valley Baptist Medical Center Newborn Intensive Care Unit, Rita Godarzy. She was interviewed by Rio Grande Guardian healthcare reporter Julia Rodriguez. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. <laughs>